Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? Robbie, let's not ask how I am. Let's ask how The Simpsons writers are, because this episode makes me think, not good. <laughs> not good. Is that different from last week? This feels worse somehow. It is worse. I'm, I'm not I'm not necessarily arguing with you. I'm just, it's a hypothetical question in certain ways. Uh we are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash the Simpson Show for only two dollars a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. Uh we appreciate everyone who supports us there. This week's episode is Bart Mangled Banner, episode FABF17, originally aired May 16th, 2004, written by John Frink, directed by Stephen Dean Moore. Received a 5.2 rating, which is approximately 8.7 million viewers. Number one on the sh- number one on Fox at night. The couch gag, the couch is replaced by a giant microwave. Uh, someone puts a tray inside and presses a button. The Simpsons rise from the tray as it cooks. Easily the best thing of this episode. Matt, nothing? Nope. Nope. Just, no. <laughs> the couch Let's gag? Let's talk about the actual episode, Robbie. I don't, I don't care about any of the metadata about this episode because... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's before we get into this episode, I think there is, I think we should give this episode context uh, about when it was made because I think that informs it somewhat. It doesn't inform the quality. A little bit, but doesn't inf- <laughs> it's very ham handed. I just, oh, yeah. It's, oh, no, so, I'm yeah, not- it was 2004. Uh, the war on terror had just kicked into high gear. Uh, the U.S. had invaded Afghanistan and by 2004, Iraq as well. So, there Patriotism was, was very popular. American nationalism was uh, was was very prominent, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's ever gone down. <laughs> After that, it's never changed <laughs> since. It feels like since 2002, it feels like we've just been since 9/11. Since we've been there at that same level, but I guess the Simpsons writers wanted to write satire about this rise in American nationalism and the war on terror. And I feel like there's a lot of good ways they could have gone about that. But uh, but not, not, not this. No, this is not that. This is... <laughs> this is terrible. It's just... And I think... You know what? I think I've turned a corner, at least. At least on this episode. I don't know if that's going to be on the future. We've had it just an awful run of stinkers. Just yep. really bad. But this episode is just... It, I I think this episode is one where it's so bad, it made me laugh at how bad it is at certain points. Like, it just was so... It is so clumsy that it actually... It, it feels like something you'd watch, like, you know, like The Room, where it's so bad it's good thing. Definitely possible. Um, because <laughs> none of this episode makes any sense whatsoever. I will say, though, there are two points that I actually laughed out loud at this episode, Robbie. Mm. I, I want to see if you, know, you, you you could fi- figure out what they were. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no way that's going to happen, Matt. Um, so we begin this episode. Uh, if, you're ever, if you're worried if the first act has anything to do with the rest of the plot, don't. It doesn't. It's a bunch of nonsense uh, to get to... It's inciting incident to inciting incident to the inciting incident. Um... How many clips do you think I pulled in this episode? I don't know, because I actually ended up with four, which is more than I thought I was going to have. Uh, so I'm going to say you ended up with, let's say six, three per act. Nope. 
three total. Uh, hey, that's I, good though. I didn't pull anything because this is so it's just miserable and it's a lot of physical. It's a lot of like physical stuff. It's not. There's not a lot yeah, of dialogue. Whole montage of the chase scene is most of the first act. There's multiple montages. Um, so we start the episode with kids in the car, family in the car, and the kids are getting ice cream and kittens, and they're course they don't trust this because why would they get buttered up for this and it's because they're going to the doctor it's time for shots inoculations i love a good perfect love vaccination jokes they're the best mm-hmm. those uh, aren't gonna backfire in any way whatsoever nope so bart bart doesn't want to get a shot lisa and maggie take it bart runs away and when then we get this long montage of him escaping dr hibbert um set to blondie uh uh, Hibbert's chasing him in an airplane, trying to throw syringes at him. It's it's fine. Um, Barney Barney eventually dresses up, disguises himself as Doctor Hibbert, tricks Bart, and Bart gets his his shot. And here is my only clip for the first act. Bart has an unfortunate side effect. He is deaf. Well, something's wrong. Ah ah! I can't hear. Doctor, perform a diagnosis. Hmm. I'm afraid the inoculation has swollen his ear holes shut. Maybe this would be a good time to talk about side effects. The boy's hearing should clear up in a day. If it doesn't, call me in the Bahamas. For now, he can express himself with this complimentary pen. Cool. Oh, it's a good pen. Try it out. That was a malpractice waiver, fool. Thank you for getting the full laugh, Robbie. I think that really enhanced our understanding of this. Yeah. So Bart, Bart has lost his hearing temporarily. Um, and so I feel we like get... this was a long way to go for that gag. I feel like the easier way to go. Oh, we're going to talk about this. So Bart needs to lose his hearing for something else to happen. Boom. Bart's playing with firecrackers. Loses his hearing. Done. They, they, that, this is a feature, not a bug. Oh, okay. It takes up time. It takes up time. Exactly. Yeah. They, they, that is exactly correct. They don't want to get to this quickly. They want it to take as long as possible so they can have the right less episode. This meanders for an act so they don't have to actually write anything. So Bart can't hear Homer, who's trying to who bother, trying to bother and prank him, whatever. Can't hear the bullies. Bullies run away from him because they think he's standing up for them. Uh, we get a, 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 a scene at the dinner table where Homer still doesn't remember that his son can't hear him. Oh boy. Um, I assume your laughter is not here, Matt. God, no. It is. This is just brutal. No, I laughed at two of the stupidest things in this episode because they were just so absurd. That's fair enough. Uh, but Marge is, uh, instead of just writing things down on a notepad, she is etch-a-sketching. She's great at etch-a-sketch. Bart's, and she's telling Bart, you need, you should stay home tomorrow until your hearing comes back. We'll just keep your home. And he's like, no, I want to go to school. There's a donkey basketball game with the teachers. Which Robbie informs us in our notes is a real thing. Yes, it, just... it is a real thing where you, you play basketball, but you're instead instead of normal basketball, you ride a donkey. It is usually used in this function as a way to like. What's the rule on uh, you're traveling for if you're on a donkey? Um, I think you're still supposed to dribble, but that's kind of the okay. fun is that it's hard and you know it's silly, and the donkeys do go very slow, so it's not. It's generally used for charity or for, like, you know, promotional things. It's like, hey, isn't this funny? We get some a bunch of donkeys come in and people ride the donkeys and the donkeys are, you know, they meander and do their own thing. And that's the fun. Uh, I've never seen this or heard of this before in my entire life. Neither have I. Okay, then. 
let us know if you've ever been to a donkey basketball game. This is where we're at in season 15. And how did it smell? I assume it smelled fine. Like, I almost, I don't even if the donkey went, like, it'd get cleaned up pretty fast. Probably. You, maybe. Donkeys are not the best smelling animals to begin with. I will not have you disparage donkeys, Matt. Donkeys. Robbie, have you ever smelled most hoofed animals? They don't smell great. Man, I grew up, I, I've i said this before, I drove past a cow farm every single day of my life for like... So what you're saying is your your nose was permanently damaged. That makes, that checks out. Also, I don't have a great sense of smell, so... Well, neither do I for that matter. So that's how I know they smell real bad. I can't, get, don't get bothered by it. But I like donkeys in general. Donkeys are, are they're, they're sweet animals. They're nice. They are. Donkeys are very, very nice animals, especially compared to horses. Yeah, don't trust a horse. No. Definitely not. So Bart can't hear and uh, this leads us to the finally the actual and ins- i don't know there is nothing in this episode this episode is vacuous it's empty so bart can't hear the they're playing the national anthem and and bart can't hear it and at the same time bart is messing with one of the donkeys with a carrot and it eats the carrot and also rips off his pants eats his eats his shorts literally and they didn't even make that joke, Matt. I know. I, I'm i almost proud of them for not making that joke. I don't know. You think they... It's a layup. Just do it. Um, Have Skinner yell, like, oh, no, they ate his shorts. Or some... I don't know. Something. You can make... Bart said, hey, and when I said eat my shorts, I didn't mean literally. literally. <laughs> um, But they have a giant American flag. And Bart now ha- is mooning the flag and stays bent over. And they yeah, take... He, he gets his pants eaten off, and then he just stays bent over like, Huh, what's going on? This is not even near the dumbest thing that happens in this episode, so i Not I'm, even close. It's not even in the top ten, maybe. So, they, someone takes a picture, and the crowd hates him. Everyone's booing. Um, my notes on this section are, This is incredibly stupid. Everyone's upset. He is in the fourth grade. He is so, ten years old. Yeah, I, 10 years old and everyone is flipping the hell out about him mooning a flag. Kids do incredibly stupid things. like All the time. I, I feel like this would barely get played on Fox News these days. I mean... Maybe there were less things to get mad about it. No, it's there were, the news cycle was slower and it, it, it has in, it is, it, we are in an age of steam, as Alan Moore would, would foresage. Um, but everyone's everyone's upset that Bart is so mean and disrespectful to the flag, and we go to commercial at 6 minutes and 51 seconds. And when we come back, we get a whole series of people being mad at Bart and the horrible things he's done. No one believes Bart uh, could have done this accidentally, which, okay, fair. Bart has a, you know, a record, as Principal Skinner lays out for us. Your child's behavior appalls me, not just as a principal, but as a veteran of America's only losing war. To date. I swear, Bart didn't know what he was doing. He was deaf. Oh, sure, Marge. Just like blind Bart, wheelchair Bart, pregnant Bart, and my personal favorite, railroad spike through head Bart. <laughs> Kids love trains. Hey, fellas, my hearing's back. Congratulations, traitor. Thank you. And let me say, I missed your sweet, sweet voices. Cram it, you racky. Why'd you diss the flag? It partied on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> just a few days ago we're complex so yes at no point did the simpsons seem to give medical evidence that oh yes bart was deaf 
uh, during this because you know that would that would that, that would stop that would stop the episode from happening, Matt. We cannot have that. I I did not laugh at this point, but I definitely smiled when Dolph says we're complex. So I it's like I don't sure you are. I can't this this is again it's this is not this is there is multiple loot pseudo fourth wall breaking gags and this is one of them where they're like weren't we just afraid of him oh no the episode says we're different now oh no we'll get to more fourth wall breaking they're the it's so good right yeah Yeah. (laughs) anyway uh sorry this is a long act i want to get through it uh we get to see the springfield shopper uh pushing to make a big deal out of this because that's what People thought of the newspapers in 2004 that, oh, you know, they're just playing up controversy to get people to read them. Yeah, that's that's what's going on with the media. That's Anyway, uh, Homer goes to Moe's where he is not welcome. Moe is upset at him saying, oh, you know, this is bad for uh, all of us. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm I'm a permanent immigrant. Apparently he's Dutch now. We learn well, in season I, 15, I, I guess. I, I mean, I literally, this is not. Literally, our last episode, Mo was a child and abandoned at a summer camp. Mm-hmm. How does he know he was Dutch? How does he know he was? He is Dutch. How does he have a permanent visa? Did they give that? Like, of course, this doesn't make sense. They don't care. They just they just want to write this off as well. We this is a we're going to write Mo as a joke, and we don't care about any degree of continuity. Mo is always going to have shifting, and he sort of has always had shifting origins. But when it's right next to each other, it really is just like this whiplash where you're like, oh, they needed a mode to say that he's Dutch and have wooden shoes. And I mean, let's not get past the point where Mo said that he doesn't talk with his Italian accent anymore. Is he Italian Dutch? Who knows? It doesn't matter. They do not. They it. OK, here they don't care. And they think if you care, you're stupid. Yes. How dare we care about that? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Homer gets in a fight with himself. Uh, everyone else in the bar leaves and just is like, nope, we don't want to be anywhere near Homer, even if it means leaving the bar, to which Homer jumps behind the bar and serves himself a beer as he is saddened by being alone. Uh, as Robert points out in our notes, once again, no one bothers to tell the truth. Like, even if uh, you don't even have to have people believe him, just have the Simpsons say what Bart was deaf and didn't know the flag was there. At least say that even if people don't believe him, because people often don't believe reasonable explanations. Anyway. Homer goes home uh, the next morning. The family is you know, reading their hate mail and whatnot. And Homer gets a phone call to be on a local. I don't know if it's local, but it's it's a cable news show, basically, where, you know, it's got one of those yelling people. It's very much like Meet the Press, but it's just one person yelling at the family. So uh, while they're in the green room uh, for this, uh, we get Homer's attitude for the whole thing. There's one way to get the truth out. It's on a cable news channel. When we explain our side of the story, the hate calls will end. I won't have to hear suck my such and such or hell this and bitch that. We get it, Mom. No, no, no. Let her finish. Look, what should I say to make people not hate me? Son, I've learned one thing in this life. To stay out of trouble, just say nothing. Don't rock the boat. Don't even get in the boat. Just buy some ice cream and walk around the pier. But don't go in the bathrooms. They're filthy. Dad, I am going on a talk show. I have to say something. Talk about boats. Then when he asks you if you hate this country, you just start crying and pretend you don't. But I don't hate this country. There, there. Save your lives for the American public. So, yes, obviously Homer's advice is terrible, and Bart seems to know already what he needs to do. 
that's going to get all wrecked by Marge uh, because I I, I just want this is attempting to be satire. Yeah, somehow I I think it it, you know it, it, but most satire has like a message it's trying to portray. Yes, the whole point of satire is that you take something to its logical extreme extreme to point out how stupid it is. What is the kernel of truth in this bit that they're taking to the extreme? There is that a a, a boy can accidentally moon a flag and end up with a family in jail. No, there isn't none. There, this is it's so unfocused. It is so messy. It is so ham handed. It gets nothing across, and it actually does the opposite. It makes their points look stupid. It is deli- it is uh, del- deleterious. Is that how you say that word? Yes. Okay. It is that it is deleterious towards any kind of non-nationalistic viewpoint. It is. This is something that you point at and go, "Look how it- stupid these people are," and you go, "Oh, I'm ashamed that this is." theoretically <laughs> supporting my views because it's so bad mm-hmm. because obviously we should all have a problem with how cable news and you know the, the mass media work these days but this is not making that point it's making everyone look stupid it's making the simpsons look disingenuous thanks to homer because homer has to inject stupidity into everything he does so it's not clear that oh they these people think that you know bart and lisa and to let's marge are in the right here because you can't really tell that because it's all the jokes with homer it makes the message unclear and then you know once this clip is over we go on to the actual show where this guy nash castor yells at them and just constantly asks stupid questions and like this is it's closer to parody than satire but he is basically like every cable news host just yelling at the guests, trying to get them to admit something funny that they can chop up into a news bite and make people mad. Okay. That is legit. That's something that happens. This would be a good bit for the Simpsons to have. It's very much like old episodes of smart line or something that the the Simpsons critiqued in in the golden years. Uh, But then he yells and if they had left it at that, Oh, this guy it's uh, Homer Badman. What was the news show in that rock something? Uh, rock bottom rock bottom thank you uh rock bottom they basically chopped it up and made it to look like homer said things he didn't and in this case they don't even let that happen they just he, they get marge to say something stupid incredibly stupid uh that she hates america which marge is smarter than that they, like if homer had said that maybe but they, but it's it's just they literally have in the scene you in the clip you just played Matt, they literally have that is them preparing. That is Lisa warning everyone, like they're gonna he's gonna try and catch us. We have to be ready. Mm-hmm. And so that would say that, oh, they're ready and prepared. So you would say, okay, well, they're ready for this TV host to try and catch them and say something stupid or say something that they could use against them in the later. So you would have I would probably have it be that they get caught in a different way. There's something else that like they they are they there's some other kind of gotcha moment that comes in at them. Like maybe he brings in a video clip of Homer from the past. You know, classic we Homer being an idiot but being a buffoon. Maybe he maybe Homer like drunk at a baseball game took the American flag and wore it. 
or yes. something. Something like that. Something silly and stupid that doesn't mean anything but in this new context and they're unprepared for this new gotcha moment. But we don't get that. We just get, oh, it works anyway. You're like, well, why did you have that whole setup then? Like, structurally, it doesn't, it's nothing. Like, that's what this episode is. Also, this, like, there is never a moment where you can, like, grasp onto what the stakes are, to what the characters want. It is just moment to moment madness. It is just, this is, this is as bad as any Scully or episode in regards to that. There's just never any logic or rationality to why things are happening. Things are just happening. Uh, so next up, after Marge says that, and then, and then, entirely stupid way uh we get the entire family or not the entire town uh well the world turns against springfield because she says oh yeah springfield has my back springfield makes it very obvious they did not have march's back all over the country tonight patriotic americans are denouncing springfield and its official spokesman the simpsons i declare today december 25th we hate springfield day Overseas, the reaction tonight is decidedly different. Simpsons be praised! Praise be to Springfield! <laughs> but not everyone is ugulating tonight. The president announced today he is pointing warheads at... Turn that off. This could destroy our town. Look what happened to Hitler City, North Carolina. If they hadn't changed their name to Charlotte, they'd be sunk. Sir, conventions are pulling out of Springfield left and right. The Paprika Festival, Pandana Days. Sir, we just lost the Adult Video Awards. Not the phonies. I am honored to announce that we are changing the name of our town to Libertyville. 1776? I can't afford to sell a West Side home for that. But what a fantastical year for pizza by the slice. Charge your money for a pizza by myself, a big new car. Yep. Wouldn't be a season 15 episode without at least a little bit of racism. Ooh, boy. So, that, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Before, we, before, Matt, we cannot move from... I can't... Okay, so the cut to the Middle East, to generic Middle East place... Yeah. yeah, with the the un the the the, the undulation as the fake Uulation. news Uulation, excuse me that the then fake news man. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely not Dan Rather. No, definitely not Dan Rather. I so this is the hard thing in satire and parody to a certain extent. Satire is this is this is aiming for satire. So that's what I'm going to compare it against. This is the hard thing with satire is that you have to you you have to be sure you have to be be very careful that you don't fall into just being the thing you're satirizing. Like if you're satirizing American politics and how ex- extreme American politics that's what this episode is trying to do and nationalism, you cannot lapse into just being a basically nationalistic media, a, a nationalistic art. You cannot just lapse into that. So this clip where we cut to the Middle East and they have a picture of Homer and they're going, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, like, that's racist. It's not that's not like if if that that portrayal at face value is racist. Yes. OK, so a thought. If they had said, oh, yeah, this is on Fox News and is a recreation of what we think is happening, that would not be racist. That would be pointing fingers at the people who they are saying are racist. But 
portraying that as if it's actually happening is super racist. Like what the it's yeah, there's I here I'm going to in this case, Matt, I'm going to give them the benefit of doubt and say that they are trying to satirize this. They're trying. That's heavy, heavy quotation marks around trying. They're trying to demonstrate how uh, the American media um, dramatizes anti-nationalism, patriotism, etc. And and makes and makes symbols out of people like Homer. That's what this episode is broadly going for. I think again, it's so messy and so cl- and such a such a, a like a, 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 a cluster. It is impossible to tell sometimes, but I think that's what it's going for. So I don't think they're trying to make this like, oh, look how racist we are. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're trying to do. I think it is yeah. them trying to make it like, oh, isn't this ridiculous? How, of course, this random that we're kind of have a cutaway in the news to Homer, you know, being a picture of Homer being held by random Middle East people, and they're doing stereotypical like racist tropes. Isn't that like? Doesn't this show how? But no, because your episode's so messy. Because you don't know you don't because ex- your execution is so poor. It just comes across as racist, and it is just it is again. It is like a stomach. Like it just comes across as the thing you're trying. I assume to satirize. You just come across as racist art, not. As like someone who's trying to make fun of racist art, because I don't and I don't know if they couldn't satirize if like they do it later on with Fox News, I, but I don't know why they don't just do that. Like they've made fun of Fox over and over and over again, while making, by the way, making Fox lots and lots of money. So I'm sure mm-hmm. Rupert Murdoch's really upset that once in a while the Simpsons have made Fox jokes and then you know yeah. routinely made him millions and millions of dollars. Um, but they don't do that here. They just go, oh, it's Dan Rather guy, Dan Rather-ish guy, and it's the news. Like, it doesn't – you have to be targeted. You have to be specific with these references. Otherwise, it just comes across as generic and bad. I My literal it notes. My Yeah, my literal notes. Wow. Woof. Like, it is just terrible. Yep. And it's it's going to get worse, unfortunately. Maybe not <laughs> more racist, but definitely stupider. Yeah, absolutely. So, at at this point, Springfield has gone all in on patriotism. Uh, the stoplights are red, white, and blue. Krusty gets in a car accident, shows a bunch of pills on Mr. Teeny's mouth. Well, why? Don't know why this is there. Why but... is Krusty and Teeny teeth like? What is going on with the pills? This is so bizarre. I mean, everyone knows the best drugs are pill based, Robbie. So that's not really surprising. But you know. I don't really. I'm not. I don't really have a ranking of, of drugs. Uh, pills are definitely better. Anything that you make in a lab is way better than anything natural. I think all of us can agree on that. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Learn new I'm things joking, every day. By the way, I we have learned, no idea about learned, the ranks of drugs. Matt does just, lots of drugs, guys. I just this is a uh-huh. big hidden secret. Totally. We've we've kept it from you for years now. Matt, huge uh-huh. drug man. He loves the yep, drugs. That's me. Yep. So uh, Lisa, or no, sorry. At this point, we go to the Cookie Mart where we see the overreaction in progress. Homeland noodles with Uncle Sam balls. Apu, aren't you going a bit overboard with the patriotism? Well, I don't think so. It is a heartfelt expression of my true desire to protect my mahogany noggin. 
Uh-oh, Poonam and Puma are fighting. No, no, those are their pre-witch hunt names. Their new names are Freedom, Lincoln, Condoleezza, Coke, Pepsi, Manifest Destiny, Apple Pie, and Superman. And together, we're the McGillicuddies. <laughs> Robbie, in case you hadn't guessed, this was one... <laughs> When they had the child named Manifest Destiny, that's that's where I laughed because, whoo, that is having an Indian child named Manifest Destiny. I'm just like, wow, that is either really good satire or real cluelessness, and I can't tell which. I, I just, I, I think this is one of the very few moments that I think largely it's because of my our connections with Apu and his prior struggles with immigration and in, yeah. Which, that's the thing, like, those prior, ep- like, there's episodes that have satirized um, elements of politics before, and A Bunch of Pooh Got Nothing is one of those episodes, one that probably, and does it very well, because it personifies the struggle in a single person. And, you know, we see, and th- this ep- this scene in particular is so reminiscent of that episode, because there's that moment where in Apu, where he gets that, the fake ID and fake paperwork, and he's trying to be the the American, the American guy. Hey, I'm Joe Cowboy. And then he can't, he can't keep up the facade, you know, in much of Pooh, but nothing he breaks down. He's like, I cannot do this. I need to be me. I need to be, I am, I am, I am Indian. I am. I am me, and I'm not going to hide my religion. I'm not going to hide my culture. And putting aside all the th- issues with Apu and all that that have come up recently, that just, like, on a craft basis is how you do it. You personify these struggles in a single per- in a singular, singular character, and we empathize with the character, and we w- don't want them to... We, we get this struggle where, like, oh, man, this isn't fair. And... There's never a moment in this entire episode that does that. We see that here with Apu when he changes the kid's name. And it's like, it is like the names are so silly and stupid, absurd that it does. This is like, oh, that's clever. Manifest Destiny. Like, that's okay. Condoleezza. I get it. Um, it, But it's just this one little, it's just this one moment in this episode. And then it kind of, and then it just moves on. It doesn't ever focus on one issue. It's just like, oh, it's nationalism and it's never it even about the media like it's just such a big topic they're just like oh it's about the media but it's not about the media it's also about the government's like over is it about militarization is it about secret police like what like is it about fox news like what are you doing is it about local national like local nationalism because they changed their name to libertyville like but that doesn't matter. The the Libertyville stuff gets forgotten immediately. Oh yeah, like as soon as it happens, it, it's it's unimportant. Like, but why would you do it then? Like, is it just like, oh, we're just broadly like you can't do it broadly. It doesn't work like that. You have to focus in on these characters and, and tell a story alongside all this. You can't just write crap like just write a bunch of crap happening and just like throw. There's net. There's no. There are no segues between scenes either there's no establishing shots like this is like basic basic story basic visual storytelling you have to establish where your characters are you have to establish how they got there like you're they don't do that either like it's not even it just fails at every level Oof. yes it is quite bad uh but we're actually gonna get to the worst part of this act coming up mm. maybe not the worst but close <laughs> so at this point uh we go t- we follow the simpson family to church uh, where everyone is pissed off at them, and even Reverend uh, Lovejoy is being 
um, a little overly patriotic, uh, which you, you know when the church is being overly patriotic, things have gone a little askew. Uh, for any country, not just the U.S. This is just the way it has worked throughout history. Uh, when religion and politics work together, bad things happen. Uh, we get a wonderful banner of Jesus covered in the American flag. Uh, let the record show it is the extremely white Jesus, because of course it is. Uh, and the whole—everyone is is super ecstatic about this, except for the Simpson family, who are just mostly rolling their eyes. But Lisa stands up and starts to uh, give a speech about the First Amendment? which has nothing to do with this. And especially today, I feel like a lot of people misunderstand the First Amendment. The First Amendment says the government can't abridge your free speech. It says nothing about your neighbors being jerks to you for what you said. Uh, also, they're being jerks to you based on something that was misunderstood. Maybe you should explain that part. And even if they don't believe you, then you can launch into a speech about how they shouldn't persecute you just because they disagree with you. And then just... So Lisa's speech is way shorter than what I just said because I was trying to explain how stupid it was. Uh, so she goes to sit down and then SWAT teams bust in and arrest them based on the Government Knows Best Act, which, again, they're they're in the same – they're going in the same direction as satire, but they're on like the frontage road, not the actual highway. So they're kind of going off into a stupid direction that kind of matches it in this case. Uh, but – yeah, they, the Simpson family is marched out of the church by SWAT teams, and they're sent to prison. And thankfully, we go to a commercial break because we get two, two or three minutes not having to think about this. Like, like has okay. I'm asking you a question, Matt. Has this episode up until this point mentioned the America uh, government knows best act, the thing that they get arrested for? Does the the show mention this at all? Before this, no. This is the first time we hear of it, and the last time. Okay. So we come back uh, at 14 minutes and 52 seconds in. Um, so the Simpsons are in uh, in jail. They don't know where. And they're in a re-education re center. I have a clip for what I consider the worst part of this entire episode. I can't believe they put us in jail. It's not a jail. It's a re-education center. Well, where do you think we are? Well, let's see. After they blindfolded us, it was left, right, left, then a three-hour plane ride. Mm. Do you get time off for snitching on your cellmates? <laughs> you were right, homie. We shouldn't have rocked the boat. Then none of this would have ever happened. Well, we're not the only ones to be unjustly imprisoned. Check out all the left-wing celebrities. <laughs> Bill Clinton, what are you doing here? I call the Republican tax cuts unwise, and I stand by it. They're unwise. I want my Washington Post. Here's your Washington Post. You like that, Clinton? You traitors pipe down. You're all here because you hate freedom. I'm here because I said imported wines are better than Napa Valley. Yeah? Well, why don't you take a Napa? Oh! My only crime was driving a truck full of explosives in from Canada. <gasps> I don't know why they put the real ones in with the joke ones. <laughs> Good question, Marge. <laughs> oh my god. This is where I am like a gog. Like I'm I'm watching this. I cannot believe what I am seeing. Okay. Well, yeah, because okay, this whole third act is like the scully years on steroids. I do want to point out how 
awful the whole idea of a re-education center is because as we are seeing in certain countries they are still used very heavily and maybe that's something we shouldn't use as you know part of a joke unless it's you know a good joke or meant to have a, a real important message because it just comes across as tone deaf at best it's at best this is us being generous honestly Matt. because if we were being if we i think if both of us were actually giving our full unbridled opinion we would just be screaming incoherently um but that's not gonna that's not that entertaining on a podcast to listen for like 30 minutes of just us screaming which is what it would be so uh, a bunch of them i think we see michael moore really mike like at this point michael moore is that he's that he's not that extreme like again this is like again this is just like oh these are like moderately liberal celebrities and elmo's there uh that's funny isn't that funny elmo's there um bill clinton is there we gotta go back to the bill clinton well you know what you know you know what never gets mentioned this episode what's that the words george bush well, no, of course not. They can't mention real people besides Bill Clinton because then that would get them, uh, you know, shot or something. I again, I just don't like. They are fine with including Bill Clinton, which I am not defending Bill Clinton, but it's just like, hey, the president of that at that time period that you were theoretically criticizing, you don't say his name ever. Like you don't like if you're going all in on someone, you go all in. Like if you want to pull the gloves off, you do it. You don't do this like softened crap. Um, and Marge is the Marge is like, oh, maybe they shouldn't put in the joke, the real ones with the joke ones. And I'm like, why? This, okay, this is a serious question I have, Matt. This is not sometimes I ask you questions because mm-hmm. I think because it's fun because I just want to make fun of this episode. But this is a real question. Was that line slipped in by like one of the writers, like? It's like a like a help message. Like they're trying to like, hey, please help. God, I hope so because someone in that room should have set up up and said, no, this is bad. I don't know if you guys know this, but this is bad. It, it feels like this is like a message for help. Like, please send help. I need you to do something. I can't help. I can't get out of here. Um, no, they shouldn't do that, Marge. This is it's tone deaf. It's miserable. Um, when you have again. You are counterproductive to your message when you are putting it when you have in this jail, you have a person's like, all I did was uh, uh, transport explosives across country against across borders. I'm like, okay, okay, that's with this, the, the, that, the accent. You're like, okay, what is, what is this? What are you doing? Like, Like, you can't, that's, you're, you're undercutting everything you're trying to say, which is, I'm not sure at this point. Um, so this is, and I, this is, that is literally where the act begins. It it begins with them in a jail cell. We don't know how they got there. They just say how they got there. And then immediately we have this time jump. How months? They say two months. I think they say, Matt, I don't remember, uh, where now it's months later and now they are watching a cartoon that's saying the bill of rights is bad. Okay. That's like, Ken, what, like. Pick a thing. Pick one thing that you want to try and pick, like satirize. Like what? Like oh, there's cartoons that are, but it's been a different thing every time. There's nothing. There's no coherence to this. Um, the it's the family and <laughs> Matt. Can you? Who is this character? This 
the 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 prospector the last registered democrat this, i don't know I, are they trying to say that there aren't any real democrats anymore because i don't registered republican i don't know what they're saying i have no idea what this guy is like i i i cannot i can't parse this i don't know like i went to college for for this basically <laughs> and i can't i can't i don't know what's happening there's a prospector character he talks like, oh, hey, hey, I'm a prospector. I know. And then he knows how, and he knows how to get out. He knows how to escape. And Bart and Lisa are kind of, they're, the family's like losing their minds. The re-education center is apparently doing its work, even though, and Lisa mentions a lot of torture, basically. Yeah. She's mentions torture. And I'm like, okay. If you want to confront the American government's use of torture. Even dom- and domestically, um, you're not without grounds, but you're so inept at your execution, you can't. Like, the Simpsons are not equipped in general, I would no. say. But even in, in, in this episode in particular, Lisa just is like, oh, yeah, they tortured us for two months. I'm like, what is this episode? What is going? What is the Simpsons? Like, what is happening? Um, so this prospector character, who is our, the last registered Democrat, which... Are like is this the end of like what is how is that's not possible I don't know what it means I don't know any of this means so he says oh you can escape at the prison talent show the guards will be distracted mm-hmm. okay um now we got a an escape sequence Matt okay um we get Bill Clinton smoking a bunch of cigarettes at once that's a that's a one other talent show act we see then we see the family dressed up like uncle sam and they sing in america the beautiful and, and i and segue into what i think is an original song it's not good no no i mean it's it's not bad it's just it's not as good as what the simpsons have been known to do I don't know. It feels very clunky especially when it's smushed up against america the beautiful which is a genuinely lovely song mm. like nothing against it um, so it's at this point, my brain, it collapses in on itself. Um, because this is, um, this is when I just start lapsing and like, I just start doing one short sentences to describe what's happening as we go. Um, which it begins with, I cannot take this. That is my next note. I cannot mm-hmm. take this. So they sing the song. The guards are distracted. The family escapes through an underground tunnel. They break out into the world and they realize they're on an island they're on alcatraz they swim and what's we're gonna matt we're gonna ignore everything about how dangerous that swim is and how the mm-hmm. whole point of alcatraz and why it's such was such an effective prison is that you can't escape from it because the waters are so dangerous even during the day it doesn't matter even in the best situation very dangerous waters extremely powerful current hard to swim especially for children and for people carrying babies um they decide not to shoot the family because they think a walrus is gonna get them and then they decide that though they see that homer is they make a joke about homer's a walrus and then he eats a seal right homer literally eats a seal literally they they, we see the whole seal homer Homer swallows a seal whole maybe in your political satire episode maybe like have the family in genuine danger and not have a joke about it. Um, Matt also notes the shotgun work wouldn't work that far away. That's true. 
I don't think they that's care. That's why the, if you the, ever see guards in towers, they're always holding rifles because shotguns only work really well to maybe 50, 60 yards. So, yeah, it doesn't. Maybe 100 for a good one. They don't care about it. They, don't, they do not care. They, none of this matters. Like, they, they swim away, um, and then they see a ship. And luckily, they are... I, I, start, I stopped to think for a second, Matt. That's a bad idea. Shouldn't do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, you can't think with the Simpsons. I, I stopped to think. I'm like, wait a minute. If they're techni- if they're prisoners and they're this is by government act, like they, they are legal prisoners, that means that most ships would be we're reporting escaped prisoners. But it's a French ship. I th- I think that's the implication, right? Or is it just the captain that's French? No, it's got a French flag on the actual ship, so it's okay. a French ship. A French ship in San Francisco Bay. That like I I not the. I don't know everything about geography. I do know where San Francisco is. That's true. Uh, I actually don't really have much of a problem with this because ships travel all over the world. Uh, most ships are not registered in somewhere like France uh, because uh, the French have – like the U.S. has regulations on how you're supposed to treat people on board and health regulations and whatnot. So most places are – most ships are registered somewhere with more lax regulations. But it's very possible that someone just has a cargo ship that goes from the U.S. to San Francisco because thanks to the Panama Canal, it is far faster to take a ship from France to San Francisco than it is to France – or to New York and then go overland the rest of the way because it turns out driving over land takes a really long time. I'm 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 just I just don't like it, it just feels clumsy to me. You know, that I think that's the thing because okay, they're a friendship and they rescue uh the family because the French hate America. Matt, I don't know if you knew that. French hate America. I'm they absolutely do. It's it's not the other way around. Uh, because, you know, that whole thing where America hates France for, you know, questioning the stupid things that America has done, especially in, you know, the recency of this episode. No, certainly not. Um, but the French have, the French say the family pick them up and I guess just transport. Does the government not care that the family's gone? Uh, apparently not. Apparently they never bothered to get them back. They just wanted them out of America. It just, it's just, it is just... Whenever there are fugitives from the American government, they just don't forget about you. They don't just let you go, you know, especially if, like, do, do they just disappear? Is that is that what I'm supposed to assume? Mm-hmm. They didn't maybe, like, think about, well, what are other ships that were in the area? Maybe we could stop them. And did they get, do we don't get a scene of them hiding on the ship or, and we don't, because there's no time for any of this. There's so much crap in this episode, so much stuff they have to fit in. They just go, ah, oh, whatever. The Simpsons just get through it. We don't explain it. It just happens. And now, Matt, in the episode, the Simpsons are in France. Maman, please pass the baguette. The food is so delicious here. And these Chanel suits are five for a dollar. I'm using a jacket as a napkin. And here, no one calls me a fat jerk. I'm a gourmand. And yet, I miss America. I miss America, too. The United States has its grandeur and its follies, but mostly it's the place where all our stuff is. I wish we could go back, but I don't think we're welcome there. No, March. There's one group that's always welcome in America. Immigrants without IDs. Well, kids, this is the first chapter of our brand new lives. 
in America. Ma'am? Simpson? From now on, you're the Simps. Mm, that'll save time. Now, kids, it'll take us a while to assimilate. I'll start out as a cop, and then with time, become a dirty cop. I think I'm going to like this America. Robbie, is there someone I can strangle for this whole sequence? Uh, because I really have a lot of rage involved that I want to work out. And strangling somebody involved seems like a good outlet for that. I would suggest violence is not the answer, Matt. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it really feels like a good I would just go into your backyard and yell. Uh, maybe do like a workout. Give you some exercise. Oh, that generally is a good way to release some aggression. Um, then we get – this is also right after that. After Mars's line, we ju- it, the episode ends with Neil Diamond's coming to America. And that's the episode. That is how it ends. Um, gonna just look past the the easy the layup Sims joke. We're gonna slide right past that because it is I I am concerned with larger matters at this point. Exactly. Um, why? Why? You're gonna have to be more specific than that, Robbie. I I don't. It, is does Marge at the end there, Matt? Let me, let me confirm this first. Is that a mm-hmm. joke about? how immigration isn't tough enough um as far as i can tell yes they're saying that oh it's so easy to get into america without id i mean like no it's really really not it's really not i don't know who no it's it's quite difficult actually um and if you think it's easy you you've you've never tried to or talked to anyone who has tried to so maybe get some actual information and then you can come back and write better jokes Uh, again it's well, like, what is this episode saying? Like, what is its view? What is its perspective? You have to have a perspective in satire. As far as I can tell, the whole the perspective of this episode is that people are over outraged about nothing. Uh, but also, there's something to be over outraged about because of how you know the left wing is treated in America. They are you know pushed down, and American rights are are nowhere. But then also, it's really easy to get into the country and just. There's 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 no central message. It's like they had the idea that they wanted to make this episode about uh, overreaction in the media and how, you know, in light of the you know Iraq war, that individual rights were being squashed, which no mistake, they absolutely were. This has been going on for a lot longer than just since 2004. But this is not the way to go about it because it's terrible and no one's going to understand. I just I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what it's saying. I never, I never know. I never get a good grasp of, is it criticizing the media? Is it criticizing just America? Is it criticizing, like, one, you can't really do that. It's too big a topic for your 20-minute sitcom. Like, you have to focus on a single issue, personify it with a singular character. And, like, it starts with Bart mooning the flag. And, like, that is, that is something that, uh, that I think The Simpsons could handle. About how um, how America reacts and treats the flag, and in in broader terms, small term small town nationalism and that kind of stuff. I feel like that is within the Simpsons' grasp because it happened. That could happen in Springfield, and that's just about Bart accidentally doing a thing, and you could use that as an impetus to kind of unwrap the stuff and rap like oh we have these flags everywhere you could even still turn springfield into libertyville and like do all that stuff but 
it just goes so far past that so fast and you're just, and it they undercut their own message think and it, and on top of all of that this episode just does has no structure has no characterization isn't funny except for maybe apu's kids what's the second time you laugh matt we never got to that oh the, the, the apu's kids was the second time the first time was actually dial tone i don't know why uh, i just okay I, that's that's fine <sighs> the joke went too far that's fine um yeah Pooh's na- kids names is about the only time that i thought that's clever that's something um the rest of this episode is not there's not even a moment of cleverness and that's a problem because that's the thing i i generally that is one of the top things i identify with the simpsons and when i can say oh there's not it's not clever at all this is this is just punch you in the face over and over again um with ham-fisted social commentary you're like if you're going to do social commentary, it has to be well executed. Otherwise, people misunderstand you um, and end up using what I think is your message against you and your general cause, which is what this episode does. Uh, this episode's absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's definitely going to be very, very low on our list when we get to it. It is abysmal. Um, we'll rank it at the end of the show. I feel like we already talked about whether this episode is broken or not, Robbie. So, uh, but I guess I have to ask anyway: Is this episode broken? No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see, quick fix, quick fix. Uh-huh. Oh yes, not even one hundred percent. Like, I don't think there's a, a, I don't think there's a moment. Like, I guess the first act works in a sort of way because there's nothing there yet <laughs> for it to break. Yeah, it's just it's the the standard, you know, inciting incident of the inciting incident of the inciting incident. So that nothing about there is broken. It's just where it goes from there. It, it is just yeah, it's it's structurally unsound. It it mechanically doesn't work. It tells no real like there's not really any jokes, let's say, um and it it doesn't work as it is not function as satire. It is not understand or parody for that matter. It doesn't understand any of it. Um and every time it starts to get to that, it fails miserably. Um, I do think this can be fixed, though. Matt. Okay, Robbie, what would you do to fix it? I, like I said, I think you can do the flag thing. You can do that. And you can make Springfield Libertyville, even. Like, you can do all those things. Um, okay. And, but keep it in Springfield. Keep it contained to Springfield. Okay? That gives up a lot of easy jokes, Robbie. Matt, again, jokes are funny. <laughs> it doesn't when they. I like. I mean, that's that was the that's the traditional definition. But I think the Simpsons uh, writers are going for a new uh, definition. I, I, you mean something they can write quickly, um, so they they can move on to the next episode. But yeah. that you can like make it about that. Make it about Bart accidentally disrespecting the flag, and then make and make this episode about bart and about and like again you just steal stuff from old episodes like just do bart versus australia to a large extent like make bart have to apologize about for what he did and have a big build up to it and how and make it so that bart's behavior does create this fervor in springfield about nationalism and then they do have libertyville and they do and they no, and hey, take out the racism stuff. God almighty, just stop it. Uh, take, get, like, you can have the family kind of be, like, uh, ostracized a little bit. You can do all that. But 
make it ultimately about Bart having to apologize for it and then and have Lisa be like, yeah, like Lisa does often in Bart episodes. Be like, yeah, this is this is and Lisa can deliver kind of the message of, you know, how what America how American nationalism functions, et cetera, et cetera. How the flag is a symbol for a lot of things. And you can also you you can and as this, the Simpsons does admirably, you can talk about how yeah the the good and the bad try and give a, a a nice shape to how Springfield views this. Not the U.S. Don't have mm-hmm. police SWAT come in and arrest the family for something we haven't even heard of until the very end of the act. Don't have them go to jail. Do not have these terrible jokes with people in in some reeducation center. No no escapes. They don't go to France for God's sakes. Keep it in Springfield. Keep it simple. And and with Bart, not maybe he doesn't apologize in the normal sense. Maybe he he does he chooses he is and he does also doesn't choose not to apologize. He chooses a third thing, and this requires clever writing. Well, obviously that's right now, but go ahead just in case. Where you pick, hey, he doesn't do the the ham doesn't do a ham fisted apology for something he doesn't truly believe because oh I didn't mean to mean the flag because I didn't know it was there. Um, but he does also doesn't choose like no I'm angry at the flag. He would choose a third option. Probably the the my inclination would be something complicated, something that says what does this flag mean? You know what this flag represents America remembers it's you know us as a country. And certainly can represent good. It can represent bad, and try and, re- and that and have it reflect the fact that this is a, this is complicated and it's nuanced. Uh, but elevating this flag to something more than it is is just as can be just as dangerous as the opposite, burning it or you know that kind of stuff, that kind of message, like something that that can unite people, something that can maybe educate people about hey this isn't about disrespecting the flag even it's not about disrespecting military uh service members or anything like that which is often it turns into make it about something that is uh an idea that is um uniting that brings people together because that's what yeah and it almost feels like you could make it into a whole first amendment thing where the simpsons make it a point to say that yes you know you may disagree with someone but the whole point of america and the flag in general is to allow people to do what they want and say what they want as long as it doesn't hurt other people and there's plenty of time for that matt when you don't let when you don't spend so much time just in on nonsense like there's plenty of time this episode to, to get into that stuff but they just there's so much time spent on just garbage. Like, why is Krusty in this episode at all? Why like why do they have Krusty giving a monkey pills? Like, is it that's just a throwaway gig? They they are like, oh, we need eight seconds. Throw that in. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean anything. Make a joke related to the episode. Like you could still have Nash Caster if you want. Like, I don't know. You could still do some of these things. Why is Mo Dutch? Like, that's not a it's not it's not cogent. Keep on Well, yeah, because it, it seems like <sighs> If you stripped out all the stupid crap in Acts 2 and 3, uh, and then you shortened the inciting incident, inciting incident, inciting incident, you're barely left with half of the episode. So they'd have to come up with a lot to flesh this out. And I think it could be done, but I'm not sure that the people do it. No, I, I mean, they, I don't know, Matt. Like, the people working on the show at this point are all veterans. They've done this, I've seen, they've done it before. Like I know that they, I know that the Simpsons, the people who've worked on the show at this time, have made good episodes. 
So to me, it's just a product of either effort or time or both. And, you know, we talk about a lot about, you know, people, you know, oh, we're going home at five o'clock now. You know, we don't spend, we don't stay up till three in the morning finessing an episode. You don't spend a hundred hour weeks. And you're like, well, I don't know what to tell you then, because this is abysmal. This is uh, shameful. You know, it's, it, it's not, and this is not, this isn't like a character assassination episode, but it is, it's like embarrassing. You, you mm-hmm. watch this and it is, I feel, I feel secondhand embarrassment. <sighs> oh, boy. I mean, I feel firsthand rage. So <laughs> slightly better than that. I guess that's fair. Let's move on to our next segment. It's time for comments in the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comments in the news group is where we, where we, where I look through the noomers.net form uh, for the episode of when it was posted, when it first came out, see what people thought of the episode. Uh, post some reviews, read some. Um, this this time, uh, you know, we had overwhelmingly positive last week after an episode we both didn't like. Yep. This is much more muddled, and there is a lot of hate here, so it made me, I don't know, it warmed the cockles of my heart <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> How much everyone else hated it? Yeah, I saw that when you were making the notes, and I was like, oh, yes. Let everyone else hate it just as much as we did. Yeah, so there's a little bit of like, oh, you guys, thank you. You're not, you're not too, you're not too far lost. Um, I mean, there are still plenty of positive reviews for this, but uh, the actual left, the 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 text reviews, not just the poll, made me feel a little bit better. Um, which is still twenty six percent gave this a five out of five, but also twenty five percent gave it a one out of five. And whoever, so there's never any like, oh, uh, I want to give this a two. No one almost ever gives it a two. Everyone gives it a ones or fives. There's the it's all the numbers in between that are the lowest. Um, two out of five is the next highest though, in nineteen percent. So the it's the uh, number second and third is is basically one and two out of five. Um, but all the all almost all there's a couple reviews that I read that were at positive, but almost all the reviews left uh, literally like the messages are all just ripping the show apart. Um, first one terrible far fetched satire, and the back to America ending was strange. Besides that, some of the stuff was pretty funny. Even the problems didn't have the fun I had watching it. I'll have to go with a B minus or so for now. Decent enough. I tried to do one positive one to try and balance it out. But here we go. Weak, weak, weak. Poorly executed. Heavy handed. Just plain bad. I do like the fact that Mo is Dutch, though. But still, a definite worst ep- episode ever candidate in my book. One out of five, and that's being generous. Uh, next. What complete and utter trash. Give me back my 30 minutes, Al. This is one of the most boring, stupid, and just downright idiotic episodes I've ever seen. All the jokes were stupid. The characters were just downright dumb and out of character. Why they even produced this episode? I like The Simpsons when it dealt with realism. Uh, finally, this is what happens when you scully up political satire in The Simpsons. It had a few laughs, so they can't redeem that horrible Hibbert versus Bart montage, donkey basketball, and the worst third act all season. The second act was the only good part with Marge escalating the dilemma. This could have been a good episode, but the wackiness upset the theme at big time. This is what happens when you scully up political satire in The Simpsons. Yep. That's, yes, that's 100% true. But a lot of, a lot of negative reviews. And it actually made me feel better about myself. I don't know. I'm not crazy, I guess. Um, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for Listener Question of the Week. Let's try one more number. Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite quote from a guest character? 
thoughts and lots of good answers. Matt, take it away. Alrighty. Our first one is from Tim. Uh, my favorite is from March versus the Monorail. Leonard Nimoy, a solar eclipse. The cosmic ballet goes on. Man sitting next to Nimoy. Does anybody want to switch seats? Fantastic. Uh, from Alex, the immortal worlds of Spock, the following tale of alien encounters is true. And by true, I mean false. It's all lies, but they're entertaining lies. And in the end, isn't that the truth? The answer is no. <laughs> Apparently Leonard Nimoy is like the best guest that the Simpsons have ever had. Uh, from Michael, wait a minute, Xena can't fly. I told you, I'm not Xena, I'm Lucy Lawless. So, obviously Lucy Lawless can fly. Uh, from Lauren, don't call me that word. I don't like things that elevate me about other people. I'm just like you. Oh, sure, I come in later in the day, I paid a lot more, and I take longer vacations, but I don't like the word boss. <laughs> that's, that's America in a nutshell. Uh, from Sherry, take my wife's sleaze, uh, meat, hook, meat hook punches eggs into a toaster. Marge responds, stop that. If you want some food, I'll, have, I'll be happy to make you some breakfast. I'd kill for some waffles. He has. Remember that IHOP in Oakland? And everyone laughs because, wow. You know, Matt, right, there, was uh, a, there was a day, there was a time when I wouldn't go, like, oh, remember take my wife's sleeves. Remember how much fun that was. And now it's I'm, it's that day. I've Time makes holes of us all. It does. It's The things we thought were bad were not nearly as bad as we thought. Uh, so from Glenn Griffin, uh, Cooter, well, there's no shame in being beaten by the best, Spud. But he didn't seem all that. We were beaten by the best, boy. <laughs> oh, Jim Varney. Uh, from Anthony, uh, Homer, uh, you have any sugar around here? Uh, Hank Scorpio, sugar? Sure. It takes two handfuls of sugar out of his pockets. There you go. Sorry, it's not in packages. Want some cream? Just <laughs> back into his pocket. I, uh, no. Uh, girlfriend mom gave me a, a look Gave me and look after I explained why I died laughing when she asked if I wanted cream for my coffee. Not the best first impression, but come on, that scene freaking funny. Absolutely, you are 100% correct, Anthony. I mean, I feel like we could just say best guest stars lines ever, and it would all be Hank Scorpio. Uh, from Matt Kelly, uh, Mick Jagger, to Homer after he accidentally throws his guitar through Mick's office window, Simpson! One of the few bright spots of that terrible, terrible episode. Uh, from at Bort ATX on Twitter, uh, Dustin Hoffman, Mr. Bergstrom. Goodbye, Lisa, honey. It will be okay. Just read the note. The note, as we all know, says, you are Lisa Simpson. I know it's a bit of a cheat, but I'm including you are Lisa Simpson as part of the quote. Every day I strive to be Mr. Bergstrom to my students. Well, thanks for making us all cry, Bort. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, uh, from at Nick Jordan 89, uh, Jacques, it's not quite breakfast. It's not quite lunch, but it comes with a slice of cantaloupe at the end. You don't get completely what you, go to what you do at breakfast, but you get a good meal. Fantastic quote. I would also like to point out that brunch usually includes more than you get at breakfast because I feel like you get breakfast plus a little bit of lunch added in there or I, lunch I, with a little bit of breakfast I, on the side. I feel like brunch, Matt, here, this is here, hot brunch take. Ooh. In 1990, 1989, 1990, this episode came out in 1990, uh, brunch was a different thing than it is now. Um, now, that's brunch is just junk food like that's to me like if you're going out for brunch <laughs> that's the man who got the fat kids paradise i'm not it it's called. not a problem i don't i love brunch because it is junk food but that's largely it's just like hey do you want stuff covered in sugar it feels like a lot of the time it's that do you want an entire breakfast followed by things that are covered in sugar yeah obviously the answer is yes yes of course but i mean that's what i at the time i think brunch was more cosmopolitan and i certainly think you could still get that kind of brunch but when I go and get brunch, it's largely like I want French toast stuffed with blueberries covered in maple syrup and whipped cream and powdered sugar or something. You know, yeah. it's hot take. Hot take. Hot brunch take from Robbie. Okay. Uh, getting back to it. Whoa. Don't do that. Google. 
from at Steve Larison, uh, Bill Gates. Oh, I didn't get rich by writing a lot of checks. Mm, definitely true. Uh, from at Yes, it's Aaron. Thank you, Taco, for that loving tribute to Falco, Willie Nelson. I'm not sure anyone under 40 gets that line, but I always loved it. I did not get that line, and I still don't get that line. Robbie, any any thoughts? I mean, if you if you want me to do you want me to tell what I th- if I understand that? Yes. Do you understand that? No, I have no idea what, what's up. Okay, okay. I'm under then forty, so I'm not. So I don't get it. No. Huh. Okay. Uh, so from at five forward system, the cosmic ballet goes on once again. The wonderful letter Nimoy. Uh, from at L Columbia eighty eight, Buzz Aldrin. Careful, they're ruffles. Which one hundred percent true. Ruffles are the most dangerous chip, especially in outer space. Uh, he would know. In outer and space. Buzz Aldrin would know. Okay. He would. Uh, from uh, at smartass underscore human Maris from uh, Cecil Twilliger, Turwilliger, excuse me, uh, wonderful Fraser crossover from at hippie two hundred Robert Gillette, Are you sure this is the casino? I think I should call my manager Nelson. Your manager says for you to shut up. Vera said that. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, from at that JD one. All those in favor say die. Remember when that's it? When we hated when we thought Beyond Thun- Beyond Blunderdome was bad, and now I go, oh, that maybe, but maybe Beyond Blunderdome wasn't so bad. Yeah, right. Maybe it was all right. Like it's not good, but maybe it's better than terrible. It's hard to. Hmm. Matt, what's your answer? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with. Don't call me that word. I don't like things that elevate me about the other people because that's 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 corporate America's version of a boss. I don't like things that elevate me to the people. Oh, sure. My life is better in every possible way. They pay me a lot more for doing a lot less work, but no, no, no titles to say I'm your boss. You have to ask me, Matt. Oh, Robbie, what's yours? My answer is very simple. And it's something that always makes me laugh. It is Sideshow Bob in Cape Fear. And it is three words. It is not the elephants. Not the elephants. <laughs> every time every time it makes me laugh it doesn't i can watch a hundred times in a row it always works on me not the elephants <laughs> salute to Hannibal crossing the alps uh next week's question this is gonna be a hard one next week's question is we've done every for the every question this season we've done favorite quote from every basically every important character and some non-important characters so this week's question is basically what What's your favorite quote from the show ever? Ooh, favorite quote from awesome. The Simpsons. No, no caveats. No, uh, no rules. Basically, what's your favorite? And I don't. For whatever reason, it could be funny. It could be meaningful. It could be something you use a lot. Doesn't matter what the answer is. Why the answer is? It's just what's your favorite? Um, it's a tough one. I'll post it on our social media. I'll post it on our Twitter at Simpson Show Pod. I'll post it on our Patreon. Just patreon.com slash the Simpsons show. Make it public so you can answer if you want without without uh, supporting us. And you can email us at simpsonshowpod at gmail.com. It is time for our next segment. It's time for the No Google Show Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge, where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. I have a ugh, 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 Matt. This this Good is problem. the this is gonna be the deciding episode because if I don't get within a grasp of you today, I can't even succumb. I can't overcome it in our last episode of the season uh, because I am eight points behind you, which means I need at least uh like a a five point victory 
I think 4.3. I don't know. I assume you're going to get the easy question, but math is hard. I'm not good at math either, Matt. So that's the answer. Um, Fair you, enough. Are you ready for an easy question? I'm ready. Your easy question. What does Lisa enter to win a trip to Washington, D.C. in Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington? What does she enter? Yeah, but contest. What kind of contest? Oh, yeah. it's an essay contest from Reading Digest. That is correct. All right. Your questions are all from A Tale of Two Springfields. Why? Because I felt like fucking you today. Why would Why would you do that? What? I think they're really easy questions. Uh-huh. I didn't have to even think about any of them. Yeah, so um, your brain is a chance here. Uh-huh. What band does Homer steal from Old Springfield in A Tale of Two Springfields? The Who. You are correct. Hey, well, oh, these are Grand Funk Railroad songs. They won't get fooled again. All right. Your medium question, Matt. Um, it's nice that you went easy on me because I'm going extraordinarily hard on you. Um, your <laughs> medium question is, what are the titles of the contending essays for the grand prize? The grand prize. Uh, okay. There is um, Lisa's Accessible in the Potomac. Um, cesspool, cesspool, cesspool. Exactly. Um uh, one, I swear one of them is Bubble On, O Melting Pot, and Tranvon Dings is... Uh, Glad I didn't ask you his name, because that was going to be a question. I know, I know. You asked me what his essay was, and I... Uh, okay, hold on. Just like, I, I can hear it in my brain, <laughs> but it's it's being overshadowed. Oh, no. I got nothing. I, I, I'm going to know it as soon as you say it, but so I cannot. So there, there is Bubble On, O Melting Pot, Okay. Lift high your lamp, green lady. Okay. USA, a okay. That was it. And then finally is Lisa's, which is cesspool in the Potomac. Yeah, I forgot the Statue of Liberty one entirely. Uh, I was way off. What's my medium question, Matt? All right, your medium question. What are the two area codes at issue in Tale of Two Springfields? <sighs> Don't remember. Uh, I'll, I can guess three three digit numbers. So uh, uh, eight six two and two eight six. Uh, you're kind of close. It's six three six and nine three nine. I don't. Okay, that's not close, man. Those are. I just. I did give you three numbers, so I guess that's. Uh-huh. Your hard question, Matt. What is the article visible in the Reading Digest that Homer is reading at work? Oh, I have seen this, and I remember it being a good gag, but I have no clue. I'm not going to waste your time. It is. Can we trust Bermuda? Yes. Can we trust Bermuda? Christ. Pretty yeah, I think I think we can. Oh, maybe. remember the Simpsons did satire and parody well. <laughs> no, I don't anymore. Oh, our brains have been filled up uh, with this crap. All right, yeah. your hard question: mm-hmm. uh, Who is the president of the phone company? Um, Ronald Killjoy. <gasps> I'm sorry. The president of the phone company and mascot is Phony McRingring. Phony McRingring. Yes. All right. That's an easy question, Matt. That's one you could think of without... You didn't have to look that up. You just thought of that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that makes me feel better because it clearly illustrates the difference between you and me. <laughs> and how much we re- how much not, how much information we retain when we uh, consume something. Because I don't remember any of that. Um, the, zip, the, the area code thing is, I think I could. Maybe I should have known that. But I there's phony McRing Ring, really? I'm supposed huh? to remember that from that episode? Yep. I don't I'm trying to forget that episode. I'm trying to forget all these. Okay. Um we are tied today. That's one to one, but Matt still has a almost insurmountable lead. Unless, Matt, there's one way that I could theoretically make up that gap. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and that that way is if we have a, a special guest next week who would perhaps Uh-oh. introduce other questions. Um, oh, really? Now, uh, brand ringers. I see how it is. And maybe that. I mean, I'm not saying that'll. I mean, it's not like it's ever worked for me in the past, but it's possible. You know, like things. It's possible. Like cold fusion's possible. You know. Uh huh. It's five years away, right? Mm-hmm. It's been five years away for fifty years. Yeah. A lot of things are five to ten years away. Um, self-driving cars. So you're going to get there five to ten years, Robbie. Five to ten years. Not like driving is hard. Nope, it's easy. You're not making thousands of decisions every single moment. Um, we can move on to our final segment. segment we had every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show. Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as you watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. All right. That was it hitting the bottom of the list. It's not that it's not case. that bad. Uh, it is pretty bad. It's not actively offensive. I mean, like mm. we were looking at mm. I don't know, Matt. I mean, okay, where I forget. I I think it was Dude Where's My Ranch where it gets actively offensive. Um ye- nom. I think I mean, those are the lowest of the low down there below. Yeah. It's like I look at it. The the lowest of the low is it's a mad, 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 mad Marge and below. And like, right. and the, my, where's my range is the one right above that. So. Yeah. And they're I mean, those were also terrible. They're just not as terrible. Um, Like tennis, the Mad is awful. Three gays, the condo brawl in the family. All awful. Um, I don't know. It's it's it, it, you know, how are how how offended are you by just stupidity? You know how like the family themselves, they're barely characters. You know, they don't even like do they have thoughts and feelings in this episode? Do they want anything? No idea. I, I think at one point Bart says, but I don't hate America. And that's the closest you get. Yeah, there's no there is no like characters like calling. There's no character assassination because there's no characters in this. They don't the family just is along for the ride of chaos. Things happen to them. They don't do anything. There's no agency, you know, and I think, you know, and that is a certain among some of these episodes. That's that's not a bad thing because they're not actively being terrible. Which is, you know, the worst of this is just the family themselves being stupid. But, you know, like, I'm not looking at I think it's it's clearly above Codependence Day. It's clearly above Strong Arms of the Maw. I think it, those both those episodes are safely ensconced for now. But those next, the next tier up from that, like Simpson Safari, Kill the Alligator Run, Missionary Impossible, Old Yeller Belly, Frying Game, those that we're in that category to me. Oh, we absolutely are. I I would definitely put this above Simpsons Safari because when it comes to just straight up offensive, anything that calls Africa a country and differentiates not at all, that goes very quickly to the bottom of my list. So I think we can safely say it's better than that. But you're right. The rest of these, I mean, Missionary Impossible is is also rather racist and stupid. Uh, but this is pretty stupid, and it had a little bit of racism in it. So I I, I think we're pretty close to that. I mean. I, I think I it is. Asking, I think it's above Missionary Impossible, barely. Barely, yeah. Missionary Impossible does not have an ending. No. <laughs> Neither does uh, the one in the episode. The episode on the uh, the island with the kids there. Uh, so. uh, the, uh, makes a joke on it, Matt. There's Das Boss makes a mm-hmm. joke about how it doesn't have an ending. So I give it. I, I they and it was the first one that did that. Okay, 
You can do it mm-hmm. once. I'll let you make that joke one time. All right, Simpsons, you used up your, your once in, like, season nine. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, they used it up, so every time after that, I'm not forgiving. Um, Old Yellowbelly is really bad. It's really stupid. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's actively offensive the way, you know. Uh, it. I don't know. It is. It. it I think it is. Uh, it's tough. Like, and then the frying game, really stupid, really bad. You know, the the that's the screaming pillar. Um, I think this is worse than the frying game. Yeah, that's true. At least the frying game had a consistent. I like. I'll say this way through. I'll say this, man. I think like there are moments I remember laughing in the frying game. Like my it. Not that it's like good, but I laughed at the frying game. There were jokes in there that I thought That's were true. clever and funny. I don't. I did not laugh at any of this. Like I thought, and I don't count laughter at badness. That doesn't count. That's those don't. That's not. This is. We're not ranking these as for how bad so good they are. Um, my question is: Is this better than Old Yeller Belly? Um, which is the dog that's that Santa's little helper is ostracized from the family because he doesn't rescue homer <laughs> but then snowball yeah. 2 does and but then it turns into he said so, uh then we get we get duff man and sans the helper as suds and then it's just it's, it's just mm-hmm. nonsense um i'm trying to remember just, I, I like on a pure storytelling level that episode i think largely fails too and then the shark gets the mask on the end and sans helper just goes back it is just nonsensical Yep. I'm going to say this is worse than Old Yeller Belly. I think I'd rather watch Old Yeller Belly again. Like, if I had to confront, like, one of them again, I'd rather watch. I would watch. 100% agree. That was, like, the hardest thing is to decide which of these would I rather watch again. And I think, uh, honestly, I would definitely want to see Frying Game more before uh, before I would see this. Old Yeller Belly, probably. Missionary Impossible is the one where I'm like, yes, I would rather see this more than that, but not by much. No, and I think that's a, a probably you know when we're coming down to it, that's as good as test as any. Uh, I mean that. I mean, I guess that's a. I I don't know if that's like if they if uh, what that means when this atrocity of an episode is the sixth worst episode ever. It's it's this is new number three hundred and ten on our list. No, no, yes, new number three ten, and it puts it at number new number one nineteen in the post golden years ranking. Um, right above Missionary Impossible, right below Old Yeller Belly. It, it, I can't. I don't think. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get, trying to be less angry in general, be more measured about my responses to these terrible, terrible episodes. But it's really difficult with this episode. It, it it's really, it's really tiring. It's, and like, I purposely try not to bring up. 2020 politics when you're judging this um because it was made in 2004 you have to judge it when it was made um but judging it by that metric it is even worse it is trying to look at it in the midst of the hellfire we live in right now and this like genteel like oh we're being made a flag i'm like oh you guys have no idea you have no idea what 2020 is going to bring you it's very frustrating. Let's do this right. Yes. Um, we have one more question to answer, though, Matt. We're not done quite yet with Bart oh, Mangelbader. Okay. We have to keep talking about this, huh? Nah, okay. not for much longer, I promise. Uh, we must decide if this episode is shot out of the cannon. The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! 
So, Matt, um, does this episode need to be a part of the canon? No, there's nothing redeeming about this episode. There's no point. Just, just no. We don't need to see this again. We don't need to talk about this again. None of these events need to be referenced in any other episode ever. I agree. Fire the cannon! There it goes, Matt. Thank goodness. It flies, it flies away over the... That's what I picture in my mind whenever we fire the cannon. I imagine just the episode flying over the horizon. Like a, like the pig. At least the vegetarian. Yep. And it's like, it's gone. And it makes me feel good. Um, We are going to go up to the top of the list and work our ways back. Decide if episodes are still in the canon. And we're still, we're still in great episode territory because we're at number 20. And that is Hurricane Nettie. A uh, foundational episode for Flanders, even. I mean, it's, I guess it's not foundational, but I think it is the episode, It's like the ultimate Ned episode to me. It is the one that defines him to me. You know, when I think mm-hmm. of Ned, I think of Hurricane Nettie. Yeah, because it shows what happens to a character that you know how they react in everyday circumstances and try and break them, which is a, a fun and interesting way of going about that. Yes. And I'm so, yeah, I, I can't. Force Hurricane Nettie's part of the canon. It's beautiful. It's a lovely episode. Um, it's introspective and, and smart and funny, hilarious, quotable, everything you want from a Simpsons episode. So absolutely. Hurricane Nettie, part of the canon. And with that, Matt, that'll wrap us up. Aren't you happy? Thank goodness. You don't have to do Bart Mangle Banner anymore. Ever again. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we'll mention it from time to time probably as, as we're ranking episodes, but we don't ever have to like talk about it in depth. You know, it's done. We've conquered it. It's like a, it's like a, it, like it, I, I'm trying to make this a, like a, a victorious moment. Like we did it. We did it, Matt. You and I together. Mm-hmm. Hand in hand. We survived. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, before we go, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. And my website is RobbieDorman.com. Finds links to all my other stuff there, including my podcasts, uh, Handsome Boys Comics Hours about comic books, Serial Finassets about anything I want to talk about, nerdy stuff. Um, you can also find links to purchase my horror novels there. There are five of them out right now. My newest one is War on Halloween. It's a suspense horror story about a family fighting for Halloween in a town controlled by a sinister reverend with secret occult powers. Uh, it is $3.99 for the ebook on Amazon or read for free with Kindle Unlimited. A great Halloween story. Also, I'd like to plug my best buddy, Eric Goodnight, co-host of the Handsome Boys Comics Hour with me. He has a Kickstarter running for some of his art um, called Meet Cute. And I'd suggest you guys go check it out. It's already met its goals. You're guaranteed to get whatever you, uh, whatever you fund, whatever you pledge. It's a lot of beautiful stuff. So go check that out. I'll have a link for that in the description. Matt does not participate. In social media, you will not find him. Uh, that is true. Uh, but in this these trying times, I feel like the one thing that can rescue us all is pictures of adorable kittens. Uh, so if you want to see pictures of adorable kittens, go to K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S on Instagram and to a lesser extent Twitter since they broke their integration. Uh, and you will see absolutely adorable kittens that need a home. And don't you have a home that could use a kitten? Don't you? I think you do. They're really cute kittens. I'll say that. There's new. There's yes. new ones. They got, there's not new... responsible for blood loss once you adopt them, though. <laughs> I mean, again, Matt, if this, then that. That's what you don't rely on Twitter, on Instagram's own integration. That's true. I, I if this, then that. I don't try and cross post. It never works. Um, that'll do it for us today. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching the subs.
Shh.